Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day, the beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Monday, we have episodes of Hope and Faith Journey. This is where we find encouragement through our struggles and hope for healing, always knowing that we can turn to God about anything. He is our refuge in times of trouble. Well, this month, we'll be looking at life lessons that I shared in my nonfiction book, A New Song Rises Up. Here, I candidly share my journey, what I've learned, and how the Lord was there for me time and time again. We'll find how the Lord provides you a way for healing and overcoming within your troubles. So today's episode title is Spiritual Warfare. And that's a huge topic I'm only going to touch on the surface. This relates to chapter 9 entitled, Are You Experiencing Spiritual Warfare? Within my book, A New Song Rises Up. But first, let me share with you this, as I shared in past week's episodes. Through life struggles, the enemy does tell you lies. In my case, even when I had become... Even when I had come to Jesus as a young wife and mother, there were lies that I still believed about myself, but I didn't realize it. I faced many troubles because I believed those lies. I allowed myself to be mistreated, abused, manipulated, and controlled by toxic people. I remained too long in toxic environments. At some point, I realized how coincidental These attacks were, how similar the situations were that I was in, and as if an evil force was working to tempt people to harm me in the same ways I had suffered before. Was that possible? Did the enemy, the devil, know my weaknesses? I don't want you to suffer the lies of the enemy as I did. I don't want you to waste years of your life not realizing how truly loved you are and that God will fight your battles. So I'm sharing with you. I'm going to skip around in the book, but read to you several portions from the chapter, Are You Experiencing Spiritual Warfare? So let's begin right here. I'm on page 111. Like I said, I'm skipping around. Have you experienced something in your life that you could not explain, but you know it was only by the grace of God that you were delivered from tragedy? That was the Lord's angels working on your behalf. And have you found a day that seemed to be straight from hell because you had unusually horrible incidents to hit you, maybe one after another? But was what was that? You knew it was an attack at the time, but from where? While in the midst of it, did you know what to do? Were you helpless to what may happen next? And then I share a story that happened. Sometime last year, while I was driving along in my little Honda Civic on Interstate 95, north of Richmond, Virginia, near the boulevard exit, rush hour traffic was flowing thick and fast. I had I had two buses ahead of me and a huge 18-wheeler looming closely behind me, all in the right lane. Suddenly, the first 
bus slammed on their brakes, and all I could do in that second is scream, Jesus! The bus in front of me struggled to stop, as did I and the 18-wheeler behind me. There was no place for any of us to go, not the other lane and not the shoulder. I saw myself dead under the truck at that moment. But God had another plan. The bus in front of me did hit the other bus, only causing minor damages to a fender. I did stop in time while the hood of my car closely reached under the bus. The wheels of the 18-wheeler screeched and screeched loudly while I waited to die, and then it stopped only a hair from my bumper. If not for the Lord's hand, tragedy would have happened that day. What was it I screamed? I think it was the shortest prayer I've ever made. The name of Jesus is powerful. He heard my cry and rescued me in that instance, just as he promised to do in the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. We cannot allow ourselves to be unaware of the devil's work that is happening. We need to be aware of it. We need to be prepared for the attack before it comes. We may cry out to the Lord for help immediately, but we may need to exercise patient faith while we wait for his rescue, just as Daniel had to wait. While Daniel faced, what Daniel faced was to the ground with a contrite heart, an angel spoke to him in answer to his desperate and humble prayers. This is in Daniel 10, 11 through 13. There's a great lesson in this. Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Then he said, Don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer, but for 21 days the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. So in this instance, Daniel and now we received a glimpse of the spiritual battles that go on in our behalf. These battles that the Lord's angels fight for us may take time. We need to remain patient in our faith. So how can we protect ourselves? How can we be prepared for the battle? The Apostle Paul gives ample instructions to believers, to those who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Paul instructs us to put on the full armor of God so we can stand firm during spiritual battles. And that's described for us in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. I hope that you'll go to that and study it and study it again. Did you know that the that the details of the armor of God before the, that passage, well, I'm going to summarize it for you, and the importance of each article of the armor that is used, I pray that you'll study this topic in depth. There are many books available to help you. To highlight, please notice, verse 10 warns that we are to be infused with the Lord's strength through our relationship with Jesus. With this, we can hope to stand victoriously with the power of Jesus flowing through us. 
Verse 11 tells us to put on the full armor of God that he provided for us for our protection as we fight the enemy. Verse 12 explains that our battle is not with human beings but with demons of the spiritual realm. Verse 13 emphasizes again our need to wear the full armor of God provided for our protection as we confront our enemy, knowing that victory is in our future. Verses 14 through 17 actually describe the items of armor that a soldier would wear. And that would be Ephesians 6, verses 14 through 17. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet lift fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I love the shield of faith used to extinguish the blazing arrows, also called the fiery darts of the adversary. In faith, we can deflect the opponent's evil intentions. In Psalms, we find David's plea for rescue when under attack. We too can pray for our adversary's fiery darts to fall upon themselves and that they will be exposed for their evil plots and plans. Then they might fall to their knees and humbly repent of their evil doings. What might these fiery darts be? Maybe it would be gossip or other mean-spirited attacks. Or it may be damning thoughts. We hear the devil whispering to us. I hope that you will study Psalm 37. That's my favorite book in the Bible. Uh, chapter in the book of the Bible, which is full of information vital to our stand in the spiritual battle. I laughed because there's so many that are my favorite. How much faith do we need? As in Matthew 17:20, Jesus explained that we only need faith to be about the size of a tiny mustard seed, and we could move a mountain. With God, all things are possible. So here's a, an important verse I want to read to you. Joshua 1, if you looked at the full thing, it would, it would be Joshua 1, 1, 7 through 9. Have I not commanded you, this is coming from God, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. So let's summarize the elements in our full armor of God so we can understand the attacks of the spiritual enemy. We are to bind ourselves with truth, the word of God, where the righteousness of Jesus that is in us through the Holy Spirit, including the fruit of the Spirit, which equips us for right living. Be well grounded with thanksgiving with the peace of God as our anchor. Have faith demonstrated by our actions to shield us from the fiery darts of the enemy. Wear our shield of salvation, our helmet of salvation, through Jesus Christ, which is redemptive and identifies us with Jesus to protect the, the hold capt and hold captive our thoughts. You know, helmet of salvation, that's covering the head. 
Know and utilize the Word of God, which is inspired by God and is God speaking to us. Jesus quoted scripture as his weapon when he was tempted by the devil in the wilderness. So you know you need to know the Word of God. Have it in your heart and mind when those attacks come. Jesus wasn't walking around carrying a great big Bible. He had it in his heart. Verse 18 emphasizes that we pray passionately in the Holy Spirit for all believers. I always like to include as part of the soldier's armor the cloak of zeal that's described in Isaiah. When we go to the battle, we should also be clad with divine passion or zeal for the Lord. That's in Isaiah 59, 17. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. <laughs> so let's see if there was something more I wanted to share. There's so much to this chapter. It goes into, uh, it even goes into, um, for instance, um, the fruit of the Spirit, the um, Great Commission, the Greatest Commandment. You know what the Greatest Commandment is? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And secondly, love your neighbor or others as yourself. Very important. The Great Commission uh, encourages us. Well, I'll read that. The Great Commission. And that's uh, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So, as believers um, followed the Lord, then we are commissioned to share, share the good news about Jesus. And I even share something about the spiritual gifts um, and, and the fruit of the Spirit that I mentioned that is given to every believer. So I hope that you were able to glean something out of this chapter that I was sharing with you. Um, we've got to be aware of the spiritual warfare that's going on all around us. So I also would like to introduce to you, I'm not actually reading from it today, the study guide that accompanies uh, the, uh, A New Song Rises Up. And within it are questions corresponding to the book's chapters. And it's to help you meditate on the materials that you've read with space so that you can jot down your own reflections. You can treat it as your own diary or your own journal. It's very personal and private for you. And the purpose is to promote your own growth, building your faith, and for your hope for healing. My hope is that you will turn to God with your troubles, come to Jesus for your salvation, and stop believing the lies of the enemy. You may begin, as I did, seeing yourself as not enough, unloved, not belonging anywhere. And with that belief, you're, you've allowed toxic people into your life. You've allowed yourself to be mistreated, to be uh, 
to manipulated, to be controlled, to even be attacked. And you remained in that toxic environment. The enemy, the devil, knew your weaknesses to begin with and tempted people to bring you harm. But you don't have to stay in that. As a believer in Christ, you can declare, I am a loved child of God, His work of art. I am a daughter of the Most High King. Let me close with this, a couple of scriptures. First, to cry out for the Lord's help. Cry out for the Lord's help. Psalm 35, 1 through 3. I love things that King David had said. And he was a man after his own, God's own heart. All right, here's Psalm 35, 1 through 3. O Lord, oppose those who oppose me. Fight those who fight against me. Put on your armor and take up your shield. Prepare for battle and come to my aid. Lift up your spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Let me hear you say, Lord, I will give you victory. And lastly, know about the Almighty God, our Creator. Know this. Deuteronomy 28, 7. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you. The enemies will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you seven. Now let me read that again. Deuteronomy 28, 7. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. Well, I want to thank you for joining me in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. I love to share the good news of Jesus. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for Hope and Faith Journey. Wednesday's episodes are sort of the spirit and we turn into the Word of God. Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner, where I share about books I've written or books that others have written. I invite you to share with me your comments and your suggestions. Every, any feedback is welcome. And you can go to my website, KarenJaneCasey.com, and then there you'll find the contact page so you can reach me. When you go to my website, you'll see information regarding uh, domestic violence, and you'll also see my books, my blogs, and podcasts. I have a series, a fiction series, Standing Through Storms, so far as three books. The fourth book will be coming in the fall. And I have a series of nonfiction books called Faith and Hope Journey. So far, I have two books. There will be a third one in the fall. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, and if they've evoked positive change for you in any way, please let me know it. And also, I'd appreciate great reviews on Amazon.com. Well, thank you, and God bless.